there's a several uh, YouTube videos on the subject, but there's a particularly good one, and its title is Tudeborg Forest, The Origins of Europe's Great Rift, Lost Legions of Varus, made by Odyssey. Toward the end of this very well done documentary, the makers of the film take a turn that clarified very much for me. They look sadly at the camera one after another and say, if only the Romans had stuck it out in Germany, Germany would have been civilized. And oh, so many things would not have happened. Lastly, finally, the biggest would not have happened. There would have been, naturally, no Hitler. Germany might have been civilized. Instead, she slid back into the shadows of barbarism. Not one of this panel of expert scientists demurred. What, one might ask, about Mussolini? That scientists agree or disagree doesn't mean much to me, but this is a type of scholarship that makes us stupid. Over the centuries, we have been exhorted, cajoled, and conditioned to hear certain voices and to take them seriously. Over and over again, a debate, symposium, a podcast, or discussion is recorded and airs, and the comments declare what a pleasure it is to hear such intelligence, such an intelligent discussion, when all we have heard often is a sort of articulate consensus. Where, for instance, has Roman civilization got us, in fact? If we are, as the scientists seem to say, her descendants. There seems to be a broad agreement among the people who think about such things that we are today in the Western world descendants of ancient Rome. As the story goes, the best, the most advanced, the apex, the peak, with a few edges and dark bits in, in our past which we admit to and move steadily and progressively away from. That is our myth. We decide that all that is not us is trying to catch up with us, that we are the freest, the happiest, the richest, and most fulfilled culture in history, so any complaint becomes a kind of sacrilege. And I suppose this is natural. It affirms the present in which we all live to be a good idea. And my, do we need that affirmation. Gives the participants in the present meaning. And the lineage of scholarship is pretty obvious. We regurgitate what has gone before, rarely coming up with anything that does not confirm with what has gone before. Not essentially. Why didn't Galileo's realizations shatter the confidence of Christianity? She just spread her smothering wings and absorbed a new solar system. Like Dante conveniently finding a way for pagans to be co-opted by Catholics and still be marginalized. Virgil never gets to the promised land. All that wondrous stuff can now be claimed by Christianity, and Plato becomes a latter-day Christian. That virgin half smiles and seems okay with the deal is never mentioned. 
Oh, them gullible Christians. There's a bit in the Odyssey where the hero goes to Hades and runs into Achilles' shade, whom we knew, and imagines Achilles must be the happiest of the dead as he had fulfilled his destiny in life, live fast, die young, and echo down the centuries. In fact, the shade is miserable and would give everything, all the glory he had gained for a long and peaceful life in obscurity. Now imagine that story coming from an inhabitant of heaven. There can be no greater heresy. Galileo wouldn't have dreamed that one. The current lives of current believers have been shelved for the sake of eternity in bliss. Do we, can we ponder this? It strikes me a comforting and a massive and successful con. The more I brood over my unbelieving, and I do, I find I might be open to suggestions I am a different species, a throw back or throw forward, I don't care which, but puts together differently. I have avoided indoctrination somehow and remain just curious. This feeling consists mostly of having no awareness of a devil among us. That central, most defining idea, therefore, of Christianity, the knowledge of evil, has eluded me, left me high and dry, and what remains without this sensitivity is entirely fascinating, and just does not permit me to assume that Rome's withdrawal from Germany after the Battle of Teutoburg Forest led to Hitler and the Nazis. And slightly off topic, why did they drop this piece in? The history, the program was wonderful. Why assume they needed to interpret what we could interpret for ourselves? Very biblical. They cleverly suggest in that who knows sort of way, knowing the superstitious will now say Hitler happened because some Roman legions were cut down in a forest. Not because Christians have persecuted the Jews for killing their Jewish Messiah. This is troubling. This is 2021. Or if you like, knowing how vile the Roman civilization could be and how disgusting the Holy Roman Empire that evolved from it was, it might be fair to see some value and usefulness in the, in the wild Germanic tribes or speculate scholastically that we might, what we might have avoided have had Vercingetorix beaten Julius Caesar and sacked Rome. I do not know. I am only speculating. Which is essential heresy in the monotheistic world that only deals in absolutes, ever. One God, male, and one way to him, should you wish to, and one outcome, should you not. And once one believes there is a marvelous roller coaster ahead, sin then confess. And equally marvellous that any exploration of one's deeper impulses will become, without fail, sins. That we do good things because we are moral and bad things because we are human. Just think of that. It gives me a headache, it is so oppressive. It is a culture whose notions of freedom must be ridiculous, and they are. 
Every day in the news, monotheists mistake oppression for freedom. As above, Christian scholars who try to square the round peg, a few, claim Christianity as an evolution of what came before. That is funny. Evolution. It looks to me like an utter departure. What I would call religion, a pagan conception, is precisely proscribed by Christianity and Islam. I had a discussion long ago with an archbishop. My conception of Jesus made him insane with rage. No, I was not meant to identify with Jesus. I was just to accept that he was a demigod and organize my subservience accordingly. And it is true, there is little confusion in serfdom. In our, is our present mucked up by this or these pasts? You tell me. The glorious delusions of Catholicism brought us the, the discovery doctrine and manifest destiny. It was easy to sell. A thousand years of self-subjugation allowed the average peasant European to be very receptive to the idea that their oppressors had found communities even more inferior. Et voila, white supremacy. There was a friar Bartolomeo, who traveled with Columbus and wrote that we had no right to claim ourselves more righteous than the indigenous. It appears no one listened, but it puts paid to the silly argument that everyone believed this in those days. This lowly friar was wiser than the superstar founders of the future. How embroiled are we? The social media is full of intellectuals complaining about social media between bouts of a laughable masquerade of discussion. On meritocracy, for instance, a juicy subject, it is attached to success, accolades and gain, the perfect sustaining myth of the USA, except real merit, real original contribution, usually, usually led to death. See Jesus, Martin Luther King, etc. What they call merit is actually marketing. And there is this, this new language I cannot understand. And if I do, it is pretentious. Parenthetically, could this be attached to a notion that holy books were not translated to a living everyday language for a thousand years? The new language is full of lovely, evasive, passive aggressions that become reasonable when not understood but it fulfills the function of Latin and its speakers sit smug in their secure superiority, comfy, comfy in their club. Another characteristic of this club is being full-time thinkers. Stand in for the rest of us who have no time to think. I made a joke recently that fell very flat, but it took a moment. I don't have time to think. I'm working on my third PhD. It is not so much that if you had a day job, you can't be cancelled, as you can't have valid thoughts because you have a day job. I, on the other hand, am a professional thinker, they seem to say. See what I have published. See the letters after my name. 
not real not realizing that even so you are still only one person your vote means no more than your opinion and no we are not out here waiting on your latest pronouncement though you are awaiting each other's like modern dancers in new york And if you are struggling with the unrests in the USA, you might consider that your elitist version of democracy is showing its knickers. Like your culture and religion, it is tyranny, and its success is only as deep and as long as our dupedom. From dupe. My take, my opinion, is that where the Buddhist says we are born in bliss, the monotheist says we are born in sin. Therein lies the tale. The Romans cunningly saw the potential of this control mechanism, and off we went. The scientists at Teutoburg just followed their cultural predisposition, calling the organized, controlled, genocidal Romans civilization, and failing to see the link to the Nazis in that direction. They see civilization in a villa and savagery in a roundhouse. If one were conspiratorial, one would see one here. Or at least winners writing lies and calling it history. Another slight tangent, that while we are looking at the group think that monotheism becomes or is from the start, don't confess that priests are buggering little boys and how this mindset reflects in the CRT wrangling and every journalist who says our democracies are being threatened. Why is obvious. Without that kind of withering, diminishing faith, the church and the nation cannot exist, and lying becomes second nature and vital to survival. That is the shattering and the threat. Vercingetorix is alive and on the march, and maybe he is pissed.